Live from the Huntington Hilltop. Coming to you from rest and test in the state of disrepair. In the morning, Nathan Penetration. In the morning, Brian Black. Just double checking my levels here. All right. Sound good. Okay. What are you drinking? I am drinking a tiger beer. Is that that Vietnamese beer? Singapore. Singapore. That is not a good beer. I had a can of it the other night and I thought it was good. I had it in a glass. Maybe it was light struck. It was super, super light. No, this thin. is a little bit more. You're probably thinking of um, either Chang or what's that Viet beer? No, it was Tiger. I recognize the bottle. I had the bottle though, not the can. Taking a sip right now. Does yours say world acclaimed lager beer? Um, I guess they both say that. But the glass looks yeah, like it says Asian. No, it does say that on the bottle too. Just depends on where you buy it. Let's see what its reviews on Beer Advocate. Yeah, I didn't really like it. Tiger beer. Two point seven. That's not good. Out of ten. Out of five. Oh. It's owned by uh, Asian Pacific Breweries and. Asian Pacific Breweries Limited. Huh. Well, uh, let's see what my idiot sheet says. Uh, I didn't publish the last show, so, because I was really tired. There's going to be a little bit of, uh, we're going to talk about the same stuff that nobody else has heard. So, yes, I am repeating myself. Did you move into your new office yet? Yes. Is it awesome? It is, yeah. It's amazingly different than the shithole I was at before. Do you have gigabit internet? Yes. Downloads. So it's asymmetric? Yeah, it's like some... I think it's like a 200 up. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's really good. That's like 30 megabytes a second. It It might be less than that. I, I just think that's what it was. It's AT&T, so whatever Alan had probably is the same thing. Well, it was a symmetric gigabit. I don't know if AT&T has that. Well, I know Google does with Google Fiber. I was um, writing to Amazon S3 at like 60 to 70 megabytes a second, which I just assume is some, maybe there's some link in the middle that didn't have enough bandwidth. It's really fast. Yeah. I would technically max out at 120 if I was getting a full gigabit, but that's pretty damn good. Yeah, that's really good. The file I was uploading just wasn't big enough. But th- those are land speeds. That's that's pretty nice. Yeah, it's really fast. And what we had before wasn't slow. I mean, we had like, uh, at the old place, we had like 400 meg uh, spectrum. Rectum communications. Rectum, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is, it's still a big upgrade, but it's not like going from like a uh, 50 meg connection. But once you get that that upload <coughs> bandwidth, you can take all your Unify video cameras, whatever other shit you have, 
and just send it all to the internet. I have no physical network video recorder for my camera. All my cameras can just be piped over the internet to an Amazon or Google instance and then record it there. I just pick all the cheapest storage options because it only needs to write at like, I don't know, a couple megabytes a second. Pretty slow. Yeah. And then each camera does a couple hundred gigs per month. Assuming your ISP doesn't cut you off at some bandwidth usage limit, but mine doesn't. Not yet, at least. Cameras are relatively low you're, bandwidth. You have rectum where you're at, right? Not your office, but your house. No, I have uh, a different ISP that I'm not going to say on the show. <laughs> not yet. Okay. I need to wait till I'm out of here. Then I'll talk about it. Uh, okay. But they're doing pretty good. And there's some like wire, they piggyback off of a wireless ISP and wherever their, uh, their network connection is, cause it could technically be in LA. And Have you heard about, sorry, you mentioning that? Well, you continue then I'll tell you what uh, I was right. going to say. Uh, I'm assuming it's some kind of microwave antenna system or like terahertz thing where it's really high gigahertz or is it actually terror? I, I don't know really high frequency, basically a bird or rain could potentially interfere with it. So there's the potential of having jitter on the line, which I've experienced with VoIP stuff like this show, but you know, we've done several shows so far and it's been fine. Uh, not as bad as the actual server problems I've had. Um, there's somewhere I was going with that. So this ISP, they put up these towers and wherever they're at on the internet backbone, I'm like five milliseconds from everything. If mm. I ping something, my ping is under 10 milliseconds. That's really good. I'll see what it is for the server. So, um, okay, never mind. It's 29 right now. <laughs> I thought it was I mean, like 12. That's about average. Mm. 20s. Um, have you heard that uh, Verizon is going to start unrolling 5G? fiber it's not fiber yeah. because it's wireless but they're gonna have basically internet uh, they're not gonna be an isp with that i've heard that yeah you can get these little five gigahertz uh repeaters basically that you put somewhere in your house where you have reception yeah it's really smart too because they can now overstep all of those obstacles of laying fiber in the ground and all that crap well they still need that to for the backbone yeah but yeah, that's already in place. But I mean, when they do a deployment in the city, they could just set up one big tower and then beam it out to all those little devices in everybody's homes. Yeah. So they don't have to tear apart the whole city wiring fiber into buildings. And uh, doesn't it use like the really high, high gigahertz range or terahertz range or something? And that's supposedly that's the stuff that's used for the uh, naked picture machines for the TSA. Oh, the uh, millimeter wave? Yeah. Yeah. That takes I've... pictures of your millimeter, Peter? <laughs> uh, let's see what millimeter wave's frequency is. Oh, yeah, 30 to 300 gigahertz. Yeah. So that just bounces off of everything. That is effectively a light. I don't know what that can penetrate. Yeah. And I think that's... 
the range that they use for, you know, uh, John C. Dvorak wrote an article about this, the five gigahertz or the five fifth generation networking stuff that they're doing for all these telcos and how shitty it is. Cause it's perfectly line of sight. Like it can't go through walls. Um, he pointed out that this is the stuff used by the military or like police and stuff to stop riots by beaming people with these high frequencies because it hurts their skin. It's like huh. a microwave gun. They just like, they blast people with it. And he wanted to know what the health effects were. Like, what does it do to your eyes? That's when John C. Dvorak got fired. Interesting. That was a couple of weeks ago. And what, he got fired from that PC magazine? Yeah. yeah, okay. Interesting. They cut him off. He worked there like 32 years. He was a contractor, but he still worked with them for a very long time. And that article got uh, removed from their site, I think. Verizon's a big advertiser, I think. And since Shocking. they're implementing it with all their little devices, they wanted them to shut the fuck up. Totally shocking. So I guess the little device would be a, a receiver. I don't know if it'd be, well, I guess, yeah, it has to transmit if it's going to reply when you request a website. Yeah. Well, I would not, I'm still not going to have one of those things in my house. I don't want to get blasted with that. Well, the good news is all you have to do is put like, uh, you know, one of those sheer like changing screens that's in all the movies with the naked lady behind it and you can see her silhouette. You put one yeah. of those up and the high frequency radios won't penetrate it. Pretty useless. I think it, I think it actually has to be line of sight. So if you're on the wrong side of a building, you won't get reception. Hmm. Well, we'll see because that's the future all that 5g shit so we'll see how that pans out um you want to talk the, about this super micro thing yeah how tim cook's completely saying it's all fab he's saying it's completely fabricated maybe there's no evidence of it therefore it's not uh there never will be. You'll never see it. That's the great thing about uh, doing any of this shit with computers is you can get away with it. There's no actual way to attribute um, any of these hacks to anybody. It's total guesswork. So I don't know... Um, whether the story said that Apple specifically had chips, if that was the claim, or if they just referenced Apple regarding the super micro story, how they pulled down uh, malware and the firmware updates. It's a watering hole attack. Yeah. There's we turned the company down that we turned the company upside down tim cook said email searches data center records financial records shipment records we really 
we really forensically whipped through the company to dig very deep and each time we came back to the same conclusion this did not happen there is no truth to this so could be lying uh what would be the first saying? time yeah microsoft was the first to sign up for the prism program prism uh, no, it sounded like I said prison, but yeah, prism, <laughs> uh, the light prism as in the fiber optic tapping program. I don't know if they well, denied that though. I think everybody signed in onto that. I wouldn't be surprised if they were the first, but Google to me sounds like it would be Microsoft first was the first. It was Microsoft, Google, uh, Was it Facebook too? All of them. Every single one. Huh. At some point, they all took InQtel money. And now Steve Jobs is dead. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, they weren't on that list. At least not at the time that it was leaked. I guarantee you they're on that list now. Well, Thanks, thanks for Edward Snowden. We can, uh, we know all this exists. Yeah, maybe. I, I wonder how much of it is just a uh, God delusion kind of play. It's too perfect. Yeah, but there, if it's not, if it's not, if there's no truth to it, then the government would have freaked out about it so much. I don't know. I saw a cool movie. What's that? Uh, I've got to pull it up. Moon movie? Moon. I think it's just called Moon. But if you do a search for Moon movie, there's a wiki article for the 2009 movie Moon. Don't read about it. Just watch it. It's a mind fuck. It'll make you think about Fight Club a little bit. Okay. And wasn't this guy in it? Sam Rockwell? Wasn't he in... I'm reading the wiki right now. No. I'm thinking of somebody else. Sam Rockwell wasn't in Fight Club. The director is the son of David Bowie. He directed the shitty Warcraft movie, too. Oh, he did Source Code, too. That was a cool movie. I never watched that. The guy with uh, the guy wakes up over and over again after a train crash, uh, like or a train bombing. No, it's like Groundhog Day, but I might have seen like it. A, I don't remember. <coughs> anyway, I would check this out. Pretty cool, and I, I want to talk about it, but I think there's enough people that haven't seen it. He'll spoil it. Not to mention you. You haven't seen it yet. Did you ever see Primer? Yeah. No, I wanted to download I downloaded it. I haven't watched it yet. Mm. Yeah, watch that. That was... Oh man, I think the budget for that movie was like under 10 grand. What? It's, yeah. Well, let's consult the book of knowledge. Maybe 10 million, not 10 grand. Uh, no. 
I think it was like $3,000. Budget, $7,000. Primer? I think that was mostly for the camera. It says the box office was 840000 Don't look at the graph. Don't read about it. Just watch it. Oh, man. It's such a... What was the other movie you told me about? It was Spoiler. like, uh, yeah, like, I don't know if it's about time travel or something. Are you reading the wiki article? No, I'm trying to figure out this other movie that I'm thinking of. I think you're thinking of Primer. No, it's not Primer. It's it's a high budget, higher budget movie. I think the guy like becomes a woman or something in it too. Oh. That was a recent one. What Shit. was that called? I was just talking about it. I don't that's remember. what I'm thinking of. I, I, I haven't heard of Primer actually. But it's oh uh, man, what's it called? I'm looking it up. Predestination. Hmm. This predestination. That's what I'm thinking of. It's short. It's only an hour and a half long. Oh yeah, that was it. The temporal agent must pursue the one criminal that has eluded him throughout time. <coughs> yeah. Um... I need more pictures of this. Yes, got, that was it. Yeah, I, I want, this is on my list too. Um, while we were talking about the Apple stuff, I forgot to mention, I think the 30th is the new, uh, their new keynote. And the rumor is that there's going to, that's when they're going to announce the new iPad and the, uh, uh, the Mac mini. That computer is so mythical and <laughs> neglected that I think there should be a drinking game just for that. Mythical is a good word to describe it. <laughs> like, it's like, like Half-Life like Left 3. Dead Drink. 3. Or Half-Life Half Dead... <laughs> Half 3. Drink. I was, well, Left 4 Dead 3 also, too. I'm drinking. Valve doesn't do anything with threes. They do. We... Uh, we identified one. I don't remember what it was. No, they've never made a third part, uh, third uh, part to any game. We definitely identified one. Uh, I literally can't think of anything. Oh, man. Maybe uh, Counter-Strike because it started with 1.6 and then it went to... CS Source and then yeah, uh, CS that Go. might be it. But that 1.6 wasn't developed by Valve. No, they bought it from some other dudes that created it. That's true. Just like Left 4 Dead wasn't developed by Valve, and I found out that Left 4 Dead was developed by a company in Lake Forest, Turtle Rock Studios. Oh yeah, I did hear that. Because of the whole turtle thing. 
You can guess who told me. I bet that whatever the next Valve games are that come out, they're going to be something to do with VR or augmented reality. Yeah. Because I went to the Void at Downtown Disney, and that is a Star Wars story in VR. You wear the headset. You can smell fire, feel heat, see everything. Um, get, like, nervous about the height that you're standing at. You can shoot stormtroopers. You can hold and use your gun. You can see your, your hands. You can see the people next to you. It maps the stormtroopers to their actual physical height. Yeah, that's cool. It's really cool. You actually wear a computer on a vest on your on your body. And you strap the vest in and that thing vibrates if you get shot. And once you put the goggles on, the screen uh, starts, you start to see the floors and walls around you start to animate and they've mapped this 3d world and all these different stories to a couple of different rooms that are probably, well, no, I guess they're not soundproof. You're wearing headphones, so you can't see or hear anything anyway, but you're just transformed into this other world that is perfectly mapped to the room that you're in. So when you reach out and you touch objects in the room, they're act that are, you know, in the virtual room, they're actually in the physical room with you because everything's mapped perfectly. And there's some technology that I think the goggles are in control of that once your hand comes into view, there's, you see the stormtrooper hand perfectly mapped to yours. And when you move your hand, like twist your fingers and stuff and uh, spread your fingers out, you can see the glove moving because you're a stormtrooper. Your glove yeah. like folds and everything. It's super convincing. And then the other people next to you, you can see where they're placing their hands. And then you have to go through these. Um, Do you have a blaster that you're holding? Yeah, you end up getting one later on. So you walk through parts of this and then you go and you pick up your blaster. And you can see the other people around you are actually picking it up with you. So you can bump into them and stuff and you, you see yourself bump into them. It's really cool. It's definitely the bleeding edge. That's probably the best implementation of the whole experience. Yeah, it's. I want. I'm gonna check that out when I get a chance. I. Uh, I like the meme. Do you, you you don't watch Silicon Valley, do you? I mean, I missed the last two seasons, I think, but I do. There's like a few episodes where they talk about VR. I think you've seen them. Yeah. And how these convince it's a gimmick. And then the penultimate like thing that they sit through is like some uh talking to a barmaid in a bar and that's it <laughs> it's like but the the bar looks so real <laughs> like the joke I don't think is I that, saw that vr one. is vr is like a trend it's like not a real thing if it's done like the way you're describing that it is but it, that it is a real thing but i think in your home you're never gonna have an experience like that I don't think so. Not unless there's some kind of way to do procedurally generated maps and physically um, 
map your room. So it gets yeah. 3D modeled and then everything in the game is mapped to the room that you're in and then they slowly transition you to different parts of the room. I don't know how that would work though. Uh, plus you can only do it for like 30 minutes before you start to get sick. Because VR sucks. You got these stupid little plastic lenses over your eyes. It looks like you're looking through fucking straws. It's hard to get it close enough. Plus, the whole time I was afraid I was going to get Ebola from the previous person who <laughs> was sweating all over the goggles. And, uh... Ebola. Augmented reality would be way better. Because it would just be part of your glasses, and then you would see things in places in the room wherever you place things. you just glance over and you'd see it. You don't have to worry about getting sick. You're still looking at reality. There's no latency right. there. Plus, no Ebola. Nobody wants that. No Ebola. We do not know their way. Um, well, that meme was short-lived. Yeah, it was. Because it was very... I think it was VR chat rooms. Like, Steam's VR chat rooms, whatever. There's some game on Steam that you could buy. Yeah. It was like a VR chat room, and that's where that meme came from. Was it's the Ugandan knuckles? Call of Duty uh, Battle Royale zombie mode. That's yeah, I don't know. List. I talked about that already last week, but it's yeah, I didn't, I didn't publish that one. It's pretty good. It's fun. There's uh, I've been playing the rush mode for zombies a lot. It's um. I don't know if you remember playing Call of Duty Zombies, but you you basically start in an area, you have to like survive the first wave, then you can build up defenses, hold out there, like you you basically board up walls or windows and stuff, um, and then you move on to the next area, and then you use points to buy a gun off the wall or through a chest. Uh, this mode, uh, you basically can take any gun you want off the walls. You get like all the upgrades um when you build a barrier like it rebuilds instantly like all of it um and you just you try and kill as many zombies as you can to get the most points and then they drop like the, these coin things that are like a multiplier so you pick up the coins and then each coin you pick up it multiplies your score until you get hit again so if a zombie hits you then you lose the multiplier it's just basically a race to get the most points each character has five lives so if you can get down five times, um, it gets pretty challenging towards the end, but it's fun. In the chat that we're in, I've seen you do a lot of shit talking and you basically said, yeah, I'll play Call of Duty again if you don't die, something like that. <laughs> and then you were told to suck a fat dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, the person that said to suck a fat dick uh, does that themselves when they play Call of Duty. <laughs> Okay, I'll make sure I forward that to them. It's <laughs> a good spot to end. Bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions. Bringyourwallet.com slash donate to support the show and share the show. See you next week. Sayonara.